Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Left hook, right hand. Deontay Wilder, all over Fury. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. Thank you, Pedro. You gonna run tomorrow? I'll be right. You gonna run tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, five thirty. I'm leaving tomorrow at ten. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing: he punched good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million-dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now. I'm knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For the next hour, of course, we're talking combat sports, primarily boxing. Of course, UFC is on the agenda, but they're nearly not putting any stars up front. Straight up tonight, we have the star of boxing, the pound for pound king, the king of pay-per-view. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez, the once beaten middleweight, super middleweight, junior middleweight champion of the world, of course, coming to us out of Mexico. The king of pay-per-view taking on Callum Smith of the UK. He's undefeated. Figures to be a good fight. We'll figure what happens at 168 pounds. We bring in boxing's PhD. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer. He'll break down the fight for us. We'll hear from both Socrates Palmer and, of course, my man, Canelo Alvarez, pre-fight. Of course, Canelo's got a girlfriend. It's always interesting to see what these boxing uh, champions are like as far as behind these scenes are concerned. So we'll take a look at Canelo's girlfriend to an extent. And, 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 of course, got to get into the fight deep with Canelo. We'll have a Canelo interview at about 20 minutes past hour. So straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet as we'll be joined by boxing's PAC Socrates Palmer in a couple of minutes. 1-800-878-7529. is 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free no-commitment text line, the number... 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Triple G was the winner last night. 41-1. and Got to give him some props. Recorded knockout number 35. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. And now headed to the scale, ladies and gentlemen, the defending champion, Callum Mundo Smith. 168 pounds, 168 even. The super middleweight limit, 168 libras for Callum Smith. And now, ladies and gentlemen, making his way to the scale, the four-division world champion, Saul Canelo Alvarez. 168 pounds also, igual, 168 también, 168 libras for Saul Canelo Alvarez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Don King talking about <clears throat> Callum Smith's chances tonight, was he? 
Maybe. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, last night, the IBF 160-pound title holder talked about breaking some type of records. When I look at his record, it's nothing worth, I mean, a lot of, lot of quantity on it, not a whole lot of quality on it. Talk about Triple G, of course. Now 41-1-1. One one. Of course, that one loss and that one draw to Canelo Alvarez, 35 KO, scored a one-sided seventh round. Well, it was basically a mugging over previously undefeated mandatory challenger Camille Zarameda. Of course, now 21 and 1, 5 KOs. The guy couldn't punch. I mean, it was just so obvious. When you put a guy in a guy that can't punch against a guy that can punch, what's going to happen? Unless you've got Pernell Whitaker, baby, you're going to lose. The bottom line is at the end of the night, of course, Triple G, as I said, 41, 1 and 1, another knockout victory. Of course, this sets up the fight eventually with, uh, Canelo Alvarez. Of course, Alvarez evidently backed out of the zone deal last year. It was worth like $375 million dollars when he said that earlier this year when he said that he didn't want to fight triple g again and now it looks like he's going to fight triple g anyway bottom line is let's bring in boxing's phd of course i'm talking about mr socrates palmer who comes to us from the box a very good morning good afternoon to you sir Good afternoon. Well, good morning to you, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good. Of course, Triple G last night going to 41-1-1. Come on, man. This, that guy was a mandatory challenger. I mean, how tough are the how tough are the contenders if he was a number one guy? Hey, I mean, you know, he didn't. You said it right. He was mugged. He was mauled. It was just uh, the difference in, in levels in, in boxing. I mean, a guy that's going to eventually end up in the Hall of Fame against a guy who's just really overmatched. Um, you know, records are very, uh, don't always tell the story. You know, it depends who you beat and how well you matched up. And it really wasn't a good matchup for the young man from Poland last night. And Triple G really, really impressed me in, in the sense that he looked, First of all, he has the best physique I've, I've ever seen him. Yeah. You know, at the weigh-in, and then, I mean, the year the year plus off really helped him out. Flintstone um, vitamins. I mean, it was in Florida. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know what they're testing. I'm just. You know, did I say Flintstone I vitamins? No, no, no. I'm done. I'm not. No, no. I'm just joking. But he really looked good physically. I mean, you got to give triple. You got really got to give him props. He's got himself together. He's well into his thirties. And guess what? Last night he put forth a workmanlike performance. Let's listen to his post-fight interview. And he is all smiles, ladies and gentlemen. Every time. Every time. Every time. How much fun did you have in there tonight? A lot. A lot. Just you know, just. So happy because you know, like a great atmosphere, great people, you know, like a great show, great event. Like, I'm very happy because you know, boxing go back. There were a lot of people who thought maybe you couldn't be the Triple G that we saw a few years ago. What do you say to those people now? Absolutely, I come back. I told you, I come back after Canelo's fight. I said, I still smart. You know, right now I show you. I need a time. I'm very quiet. I'm very feel comfortable. You know, just I need a smart work. Your, your accuracy tonight was off the charts good. Almost everything you threw seemed to hit him. Did that surprise you a little bit? Not big surprise because, you know, this height level, you know, is he, Camille Sherumeta, he is great boxer, you know, come on, guys. I'm not surprised, you know, just I feel very comfortable because, you know, like I work hard. I had a lot of time. I have a lot of people, good people with me, you know, who support me. Thank you. This, I'm very proud of my team. You got four knockdowns in that fight. Uh, were you surprised that he hung around as long as he did? No, I, I know. Just I, I came more. Just you know, just respect Camille's trainer. You know, respect Camille's corner. Very smart because you know, like, 
He done. Come on, guys. <laughs> he was done. Yeah. You even knocked him down once with a jab. Yeah. Your accuracy with your jab is the best in all of boxing. That's your go-to punch still to this day. Yeah, I feel my jab. I feel my power. You know, I feel my timing, my distance. You know, just I need a little bit more time because you know, like, okay, if I'm finishing like second round. Maybe too early, you know. I want to bring more people to TV, you know. Come on. The zone right now is global, you know. Yeah. Marchroom has great job, you know. Like, why not? We need more enjoy, more enjoy time. Well, the big question now is who do you want to fight next? You got this fight behind you. You didn't want to talk about Canelo or anyone else until you won tonight. Now you can speak. The floor is yours. Absolutely. I'm open for anybody. Just, you know, like the best opponent for me, for business, for the zone, for people, for fans. I'm ready. We will wait tomorrow. I probably, you know, I hope tomorrow is a great event. You know, the best. Who win the best? I'm open. Yeah, who do, who do you think is going to win that fight? What kind, what kind of fight do you think it'll be? Fans. Fans. Absolutely. The fans. Gennady Glavkin, undefeated. <coughs> I've undefeated. Uh, winner last night now. 41 <coughs> one 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 Of course, that one loss, of course, to, to, to uh, Canelo Alvarez, who's in action tonight. i got to ask you this, though, before we get to Canelo after the break. 21 title defenses. I mean, I'm looking at the middleweight greats of all time. It says that Bernard Hopkins had 21 defenses, but Ray Robinson, Henry Greb, um, Marvin Hagler, uh, you know, I mean, and Marvin got beat by Ray Leonard. What I'm trying to say is, I just don't, I, I, these defenses, I mean, it just says, does it mean anything? 21 def- you're a, you're a boxing historian to an extent. This is 21 defenses, but when I look at his record, you know, and there, there's no Hall of Famers on there except for the one he lost to. Uh, you know what? It's, I mean, the consistency you have to respect. And, and he's a guy that was fighting about three times a year at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, Golovkin, he, I don't know. It, it's even the Bernard Hopkins record. I mean, you know, the Carlos Manzon he was chasing when he was in his prime. You know, most guys do not just, very few guys just have four and five Hall of Famers that they've taken out. Very few fighters. Um, and Golovkin, I mean, you got to fight who the product of your era. Um, I think it does deserve some credit, but I, I wouldn't go over the top. This isn't like um, even Joe Lewis's record, you know, like or, or the records. Like I said earlier, you know, it depends who you fight, and and, and it's not all black and white. But I'm still not going to poo-poo the you know the record. It was the IBF uh, mm-hmm. title that he defended yesterday. Was he ever a unified champion? I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, his, so his, historians will remember that. You know, you, yeah. uh, Marvin Hagler, of course, was considered like one of the greatest middleweight champions, if not the greatest middleweight champion in the minds of a lot of people. But you got to remember, he made his bacon, um, beating up some guys smaller than him. Roberto Duran took him 15 rounds. It was, Close. I think he lost by a point on two cards after 15 rounds. Tommy Hearns and him had the war, of course, and then Sugar Ray Leonard beat him. Those were all three guys that were way, way lighter than him, you know, 13 pounds lighter than him, and that's Marvin's claim to fame. So maybe there isn't a whole lot of great middleweights overall. Uh, Bernard also beat up some, you know, his biggest, well, certainly his biggest payday was uh, was Trinidad. That was what put him on the global map, you know, who... It was a, a well to wait. I have his yeah, hand wraps. I have his hand wraps from that night. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's got victories over Winky Wright. So I think, I mean, I think everybody kind of does that. Um, Golovkin, the one time that you kind of, you know, was a bully was Kel Brook, you know. And, but throughout his career, if you look at his, he's fought solid middleweights, you know. He, he, um, and you say he really ducked anybody? 
No, because it wasn't, you know, there wasn't that killer. You know, Sergio Martinez was kind of like the fight that could have been made, but, it, um, you know, Martinez was at the end of his career and probably would not have fared off well. Um, it, it is what it is, you know. I'm not going to go crazy about it. Uh, how about the best guy? As, how about the best guy you ever beat was Danny Jacobs? Uh, this is uh, uh, in 2017. It was three years ago. I thought. Anyway, bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk yeah. Live Worldwide. Lenny Williams to break only so much oil. Have you seen the price of gas lately? It ain't pretty. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 
It's slightly surprising if you're a strong and famous sports personality, yet you don't seem to be a catch for the ladies. However, that's not the case for 28-year-old Canelo Alvarez. So, let's take a look at some of the finest women Canelo hooked up with. But before we do, be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Thanks. Fernanda Gomez Not much is known about the Mexican four-division world champion Canelo Alvarez's girlfriend, Fernanda Gomez. But, thanks to Instagram, we're beginning to get a picture of the lavish lifestyle this stunning wag is now accustomed to living in. Clad in designer clothing, the Hispanic beauty is every bit a boxer's wag, swimming in Canelo's $100 million fortune. However, it's their two-year-old daughter, Maria, who comes first. Fernanda reportedly met Canelo in 2017 at a charity gala and instantly hit it off. They soon started dating, but decided to keep their love life private and out of the spotlight. That was until they were spotted celebrating his victory over Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.'s at Jewel Nightclub in Las Vegas. And from there, she's been spotted at many of his other fights. In 2018, Fernanda and Canelo welcomed their first child together, who they called Maria. It was the famed boxer's third child. He also has a daughter and a son from previous different relationships. But Fernanda, Maria's doted upon and recently celebrated her, no expense spared, Swan Lake-themed birthday that looked like it would cost just as much as a wedding. Tables covered in expensive cuisine and drinks. But the best part? The hired swans that roamed freely around the family's grounds. One crazy birthday, I know. No doubt about that, one crazy birthday. When you got the money, let it roll, baby. If you got it, flaunt it to an extent, of course. The pound-for-pound king spending unlimited amounts of money on his kid, more power to him. Canelo Alvarez, of course, the world middleweight champion at one point in time, the world junior middleweight champion. Now, is he the world super middleweight champion right now, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Buster Palmer? Well, I'm sure Caleb Smith will have something to say about that tonight. I think uh, it's a tall task, to say the least, if everyone saw the weigh-in and, and, the, and the pre-fight hype. Um, it's not going to be easy. You know, Canelo Alvarez is going to have to take that title from that man um, who is, I don't believe he's going to lay down. Um, the other underlying factor, he whipped up his brother. <laughs> Let's not forget that. You know, I'm sure that's, I mean, if somebody beat my brother's butt, I'd, <laughs> I'd be a little bit motivated. Um, and he's a world champion in his own right. You know, I don't think Caleb Smith is going to lay down uh, to just simply be another footnote in Canelo's resume. Now, then again, with that said, there's a reason that Canelo's team thought Caleb Smith would be the right opponent. Um, There's been word that he's had trouble making weight and not surprising with the the guy being so tall, you know, and uh, he probably has more miles on his body. He's been in a couple of tough fights. Uh, Canelo is going to have his hands full, but he's going to have the advantage of hand speed, which is a factor. And, and uh, a guy with such a long torso, that body is just, just right there. And, and we know Canelo's bread and butter is uh, body punching. Speaking but of Canelo, this is easy. what he had to say pre-fight. Canelo, your slogan is no boxing, no life. For the last 13 months, boxing has been taken away from you. What has that experience been like? No, la verdad es que ha sido lo más difícil. Sé que ha sido muy difícil. Ahí can. Ha sido un año muy difícil para toda la gente, obviamente, no para todos por lo que ha pasado, pero pues 
creo que lo más difícil para mí pues ha sido eso, no estar fuera del, del cuadrilátero tanto tiempo, pero pues hay que adaptarnos a la situación y así es y así tiene que ser, así que eh, lo más importante es que aquí estamos en, en, ya a un día de, de la pelea y estamos muy contentos. It's been very difficult. It's been very difficult for everybody. It's been a very difficult year for everybody, and we must adapt. Very difficult for me to not be on the ring. And we are here now, and it's just a day away, so this is a very good thing. You are the money man in all of boxing. Everyone from 154 pounds to 175 pounds wants to fight you. Why 168 pounds, and why Callum Smith? No, la verdad, primero, pues obviamente Callum Smith, porque es el número uno en esa división. Eh, Eddie eh, y yo tenemos la meta a corto plazo de ganar todos los títulos en las 168 libras y pues qué mejor que, que Callum Smith, ¿no? que es el, es el mejor en esa división y pues por eso, ¿no? Y, y, y pues me siento muy bien, me siento muy bien en este peso, en este momento y, y vamos a hacer campaña si Dios quiere el próximo año. Well, because he is number one in this division in the 168 pounds, and Eddie and I want to unify all the titles at the 168 pounds, and he's, uh, you know, he's the best here. Callum Smith is really good at what he does here, and this is why we're here fighting you, this fight. You are no stranger to fighting taller fighters, and recently you fought guys over six feet, like a Rocky Fielding, like a Sergey Kovalev. But watching you two on the stage just now. He's probably the biggest and strongest fighter of your professional career. What's the key to winning a fight like this? Sí, no, la verdad que es un peleador totalmente diferente a todos los que he peleado. Es un gran peleador, un peleador pues alto, ya lo dijiste. Pero pues sé, ¿no? Las capacidades que tiene y sé las capacidades que tengo también. Sé que, que mi experiencia, mis capacidades boxísticas eh, pueden con eso y más. Y sé que va a ser una gran pelea. Sé las habilidades que tiene, pero estamos listos para este gran reto. I know he's a tall fighter. I know he's a strong fighter. He's a very good fighter. He has very good qualities. I, too, have very good qualities. And I know it's going to be a great fight, a difficult fight, but a very good fight that we're going to put on. You smiled a little bit when I pointed out his size. You obviously don't think size in this fight is going to matter all that much. No, la verdad que, pues ya con la experiencia que tengo, para mí no significa nada la estatura, si es más alto, si es más, si es más bajo que yo, para mí no significa mucho. Well, with the experience that I have, reality is that if they're taller, shorter, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean much to me due to my experience. I'm going to put it to you like this. This guy uh, knocked out Rocky Fielding in one round. Of course, I'm talking about the challenger tonight, Mr. Smith. And at the end of the night, Rocky Fielding was handled easily by Canelo Alvarez. So I'm going to boldly make a prediction right now, and the boxing's PhD can put me on the spot tomorrow. Canelo's going to light this guy up like the White House Christmas tree. He should be arrested for domestic violence after the fight. That's how bad he's going to beat on this British guy. He's going to hit him so hard that his kin folks in the U.K. will be feeling those shots. <laughs> All right. I will definitely hold you on, on it. He'll be having a, a lot of tea, uh, maybe not so much crumpets uh, tomorrow, you're saying. Well, no, I just, I just think that, I think he's, I just think this is a, a perfect fight. If, listen, I mean, I looked at his record. I looked at the fact that he doesn't have the devastating right hand, something like a Tommy Hearns or anything like that. So I really don't have to worry, worried about his speed and this and that. I think I can get under that. I don't think his jab is going to be a problem. I think I'll be able to get under that. And I think I'll be able to whip right hands to the body first. And then, of course, come up the middle and or around the other side. So I think that when I looked at him this morning, I looked, broke him down this morning and I said to myself, This is the way I would fight this tall guy. You know, I would make some contact with him first and, and, and make some contact to the arms, the chest, and stuff like that. Get, get him in right. range and don't let him 
get in control. Just, just, just take control from the start. People say, you know, Kovalev, he had to give up a few rounds there because the guy was bigger. This is, I don't think Mr. Smith is Sergey Kovalev. No, well, Kovalev still had, you know, the knockout reputation and, and, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think that this, I think Kovalev's antics outside of the ring have kind of, um, uh, helped his demise. Um, I think that Caleb Smith is going to is going to bring a better challenge than than Kovalev. Um, I really do. Um, I'm still picking Canelo with that. You know, with all that said, but I think it's going to be competitive. And Canelo, props to Canelo. Uh, first of all, you know, I, I, I meant to say that that he's taking a challenging fight. I mean, he could have easily fought someone as on the level of who Golovkin fought last night. Or, you know, I mean, he's fighting. I'm going to ask you that real quick. You could, say, you know could, what? could that guy that Golovkin fought last night, could he win the Golden Gloves, the New York Golden Gloves? Yes, because okay. New York Golden Gloves has kind of fallen off. Actually, no, wait, wait. All right. Anymore. Could he win the New York League. Golden Gloves when the New York Golden Gloves were worthy? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, I mean come I, on, man. He only had five <laughs> knockouts. I mean, good Lord. And, and his boxing skills weren't yeah. all that great. Anyway, let's switch gears a little bit. I got to ask you this question uh-huh. here because, you know, people don't know yeah. about your wife. She's like one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And you got Fernanda Gomez, uh-huh. of course, Canelo's wife, and <laughs> you've probably got the, you and him can go toe to toe as far as who has the most beautiful. How do you handle having such a beautiful woman as far as being in public? Is that an issue for you? I think the older you get, the more, um, uh, what's the word? I've never been insecure, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, you know, if you have a good looking lady by your side, you expect guys to look and it doesn't bother me, you know, but I think most people, you know, as long as you're not gawking or, or, or saying anything stupid, then, you know, I mean, I'm 43, you know, I'm not going to get into a brawl, you know, over just a look, but you know, it's, it, it's a compliment, you know, at, at least that's. I mean, who who wants? I'd be mad if they don't look. Some, I mean, that means I'm the only idiot that's with her. <laughs> so you know, they'd be dumb enough to be with her. So um, it's a compliment, and I' very fortunate. You know, she is a, a lovely lady, and thank you for the uh, compliment. Okay, so 168 pounds looks like uh, Mr. Golovkin has done at 160 because he and Canelo will probably fight at 168. You'll never see. Does Canelo ever go to 160 again? Maybe to fight a Charlo. Uh, it would be an amazing fight. Can his body go down to 60? He looks pretty tight at 68. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if he could make it with no problem, you know, and, and if Mr. Charles was willing to take a an 80-20 split or something to that, you know, yeah, I can see why not. You know, but, but, um, but, I think... I don't. I don't think Charles. I don't think the Charles want that fight, and I don't think PBC. When does PBC fighters have you? When when does anyone in the PBC fight a fight? At least their stars that you say to yourself, hmm, he's got a chance to lose. And and the one time it happened, Deontay Wilder, he was almost shamed into taking that Fury fight because the first time he fought Fury was because they thought Fury was still coked up and, and washed. Then the second fight, you know, he got his you know what handed to him. So I, I can't see the Charlos fighting Canelo. Mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing's two PhD from the Bronx. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer. Yes, the most beautiful wife in the world as well. And you're lucky. You've got a beautiful daughter, man. You're, you're gifted. I mean, you are. I want you to realize that. And I thank you so much for your time week in and week out. Of course, boxing's only PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you very much. Enjoy the one the, rest the only. Of your day.
the one, the only, Socrates Palmer. Next up, boxing, talking more boxing, of course, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hit us up on the text line, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. The East Bay Soul, my buddy Greg Adams. Of course, check them out, eastbaysoul.com. They got it going on. You like a Tower of Power sound? That was the man that created the Tower of Power sound, Mr. Greg Adams at eastbaysoul.com. Last week, the USC was rocking and rolling in, of course, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. 
Damison Figueroa, of course, now the UFC flyweight champion, 125 pounds, based on the retirement of two-division champion Henry Cejudo, of course, the 2008 Olympic gold medalist. Uh, at the bottom line is he retained his title with a draw, of course, a majority draw with Brandon Moreno, of course, Figueroa only once beaten, had fought four weeks, so it was a successful winner inside of one round, I believe, four weeks ago. So Dana White put him back in a main event four weeks later. They are hurting for stars, obviously. Charles Oliveira was the winner over Tony Ferguson. That's right, the former lightweight champion, the man that was famous for pouring holy water on his wife. Not that she didn't deserve it, but she sounded innocent to me on the phone when I listened, listened to her calling the police. But the bottom line is, Tony Ferguson now, a loser of two fights in a row. Probably time for Tony to call in because he's got that bad knee and he just he just is not putting it together anymore. Bottom line is, Oliveira lit him up. Unanimous decision, 30-26, 30-26, and 30-26. One round was 10-8. At the end of the night, time for Tony Ferguson to hang him up. A chicks fight on the car. Mackenzie Diem was a winner over Vina Janaroba. Of course, unanimous not across the board. Fight went to distance. I'm not a big winner on fights to go to the distance. Cub Swans was a winner with a KO uh, in the second round. 152 and over Daniel Pineda. Of course, that was USC last week. Now, tonight the USC's got it rocking and rolling his win again on USC. Uh, well, I'm not too ex- not impressed with this because the bottom line is it's USC ESPN Plus so you get it for free. You don't have to pay for it. You've got the app, five ninety nine a month. It's the greatest deal I think going as far as apps are concerned. And he was Stephen Thompson, Stephen Thompson, the Wonder Boy at one point in time, the guy who was considered heir apparent to greatness, either at lightweight and or welterweight. Well, he's coming back, taking on Joff Neal. That's the main event, five rounds at 170 pounds. The co-feature, Jose Aldo. I think Scott Cuddy beat Joe Jose Aldo. That's how many times Jose's been beaten of Reed. I mean, like like five of his last six, something like that. The last three for sure. I don't even want to look up his record. It's disgusting. I don't know why the USC keeps pushing him and pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. I just have no idea. But they're pushing him in this co-feature against Marion Vera. So uh, Marlon Vera. If Marlon can come up with a, with a KO or a substantial win over Aldo, maybe Aldo will finally go away. Michel Pierre and the uh, Michel Pierre and the welterweight third fight, taking on Chaos Williams. Nice name, Chaos Williams. Outside of that, no big names in the car. The USC is hurting for names. Of course, the USC got Max Holloway going next week. Max, the former world featherweight champion. I don't know what happened to that poor guy. Outside of he got the shaft last time. You know he beat that dude. The current uh, Javelist, uh, the guy with the Russian name, the current champion. Of course, in, I thought maybe he lost the first fight, but he won the second fight, but they didn't give it to him. He got sort of like took the elevator to the penthouse. And instead of getting the penthouse, he got the shaft. Anyway, Max Holloway coming back next week in Calvin Ketter, a very up-and-down fight, uh, could go either way. We'll see what happens. Of course, Max Holloway, a guy that's taken a lot of punishment. Look at his face. The co-feature, oh, Armari Agamed going to take on Tom Brisa, of course, in a welterweight contest on the card as well. David Zawada taking on Ramazan Emeev. Outside of that, the UFC is really hurting because they don't have any talent. I keep telling you that. I mean, they keep saying, we're doing this, we're doing that. We've built this worldwide gyms. We've got gyms going all over the world. But yeah, you may have a lot of fighters, a lot of roster guys, but not a lot of good guys. Not a lot of real, real good guys. I mean, it just, I don't know what happened. I mean, they had it going on there. You can't go to Conor McGregor all the time. They're going to try to go back to him with their next UFC event. Of course, pay-per-view UFC, UFC 257, a rematch against Dustin Poirier. And of course, unless, unless, Conor McGregor's slipped significantly since the first fight, he's probably going to light Poirier, Poirier up even 
you know, more significantly this time and more dominant because the rematches, the rematches rarely go to the other guy, to the guy that lost the first time. He usually loses, loses the second time more decisively than he did the first time. So USC 257, I guess they're going to do this over in Dubai, but uh, Dustin Poirier, of course, and Conor McGregor, the rage, the guy that made all that money with Floyd Mayweather, the fraud. I mean, talk about a con, him and Mayweather. Of course, con, con is nothing new to Mayweather, but when he got together with Conor McGregor, they really pulled off a con because they had people betting on Conor McGregor to beat Floyd Mayweather, and they paid like 60 or 70 bucks in order to watch it. And you get a couple of million or eight million people, or how many millions of people that they conned into watching that fight, but they, a fight or exhibition, call it what you want. But the bottom line is they made all kinds of money. Floyd made a ton of money. Mr. Uh, McGregor made an even bigger ton of money considering he was not really the guy per se, but he brought in international money. Of course, people in the UK, people in Europe, people in the world of mixed martial arts, they were willing to cross over and buy this pay-per-view card with EMA Mayweather because of the fact that he was the, the raging Irishman. Of course, the guy that threw, what, a hand truck at a bus and had some glass shards going in somebody's eye and wasn't charged for assault. And, of course, then Khabib and he uh, get into that fight and Khabib just destroys him. And of course, just destroys him, of course. And it's Khabib. Is he retired? or not, we'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, Khabib destroys Conor McGregor. Of course, it was the, the brawl afterwards, and then Khabib was sus- suspended for going over the fence and slapping somebody around. But at the end of the night, man, come on. I mean, they pushed the envelope a little bit too far. They called his, his father a dog eater and a dog lover, and he ate dogs and all kinds of good stuff, and that Muslims were dog-eating people and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, this is what Conor's saying at the press conference. Khabib's got to sit there and take it. No, no, he's only got to sit there and take it, and he didn't sit there and take it. Of course, Khabib, the semi-retired lightweight champion right now. So the bottom line is, is Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor basically a five-round battle for the vacant lightweight championship? Who knows? Dana White says he thinks he can get um, USC's king. I'm talking about Khabib Nemenarov to come back as far as the uh, world of 100. Uh, listen, if he hasn't got Khabib, who's he got? Who's another superstar? John Jones doesn't seem to be happening real uh of late, so we haven't got John Jones on the agenda. He's got nothing on the schedule. I mean, come on, who are their stars? Henry Cejudo, a two-division champion, 125- and 135-pound champion. Of course, he won the 125-pound championship when he beat Demetrius Johnson. People didn't think he was going to win that fight. He said, no, no, he's not going to win that fight. So they stuck on uh, – Dana put him in the fight, hoping that the the division would come to an end and that Johnson would super mouse or mighty mouse would retire the division and, and move up to 135. Of course, he went off to bigger and better things across the pond, I guess he thinks. Anyway, so he wins a 125-pound division, and then he moves up to 135, and I think he beats T.J. Dillashaw and a couple other guys at 135. So he's the king, pound for pound, king of MMA. I'm talking about Henry Cahuda, but he wasn't getting any money. And I keep telling you that, it, and I keep trying to trying to bring it back to my street work as a cop in San Francisco that if you had a, a guy that was hustling girls on the street, a.k.a. a pimp, and he was only giving his girls 8 to 12 cents on a dollar, in other words, you know, the girl goes out and does $100 worth of work and you give her 8 bucks, she's probably not going to be a happy camper, okay? And that's the way with the UFC guys. They're not making the money I think they should be making. Of course, this business is taking in much, mucho. I mean, it was sold for $4.2 billion like less than two years ago. That's $4,200 million. That's more money than Hector Martinez has in his pocket. I kid you not. That's a lot, a lot of money. But was it worth it? I don't think so. I think it was a pink elephant. At the end of the night, uh, it may be a significant investment for a lot of people. Do I think it's going to pay off like investments are supposed to pay off? I don't think so. Unless the the country of Dubai is just willing to give them all kinds of money. Of course, Dubai was a 13% shareholder in the USC when the USC was owned by the Fertitas. It was the Fertitas-owned 
the UFC, they had they had the majority percentage. Then the Dubai government had 13 percent. And then Dana White, the face of the UFC, had 10 percent. So, I mean, now what's happening with the Dubai government, do they still have a cut in the UFC? I was told they didn't. They sold their 13 percent. But they're having these events over in Dubai. They were sort of fights on the beach. It was supposed to be fights on the beach event originally. But, of course, now it's fights in an arena, a somewhat eh, semi-packed arena. Of course, they figure that they can get away with that stuff over there, just like Dana White was getting away with putting people in, you know, arenas down there in Florida when that governor, whatever his name was, the governor dickhead down there, was allowing him to uh, run those live events. Last night in the world of boxing, they had a pay-per-view on. The unbeaten WBC number one ranked, WBA four, number four ranked, and the WA eighth ranked light heavyweight, Gilberto Zerto Ramirez. Man, big deal. 41-0 now, 27 kills. Four, a 10th round KO win over IBF eleven uh, contender, Alfonso Etire, El Tiger, Lopez now 32-4, 25 KOs. Lopez could punch. Lopez was the NAB of light heavyweight champion, of course. That was Friday night at the Galveston Island Convention Center in Galveston, Texas. I did a fight there in 1989. George Foreman and J.B. Williams for FNN Sports. It was, when, it was that fight where that, that post-fight interview went, glo- when, when this went viral before there was viral. Me and George did this post-fight interview, and George went off. I want Holyfield. I want Tyson. He went crazy. Anyway, he went off, and the thing went viral, and FNN Sports was, like, blown away by it because FNN Sports was getting no action whatsoever. I mean, we were a network. We were FNN Sports was a – during the daytime, they showed stock market and business stuff. And at night and on the weekends, they showed a little bit of sports. Of course, I was part of the FNN sports team. Didn't get a whole lot of play. We did some pretty good fights. Last night, as I said, Gilberto Ramirez, a winner. But I'm not all that impressed with Gilberto. In fact, when I ran him uh, ran him by a couple of historians mm, six or seven months ago, as far as cruiserweight is concerned, I said, where's he stand at cruiserweight? Because he was a former cruiserweight champion. And now he's dropping down to light heavyweight because there was no money for him at cruiserweight, I guess. Anyway, the bottom line is I'm not all impressed with him. 41-0, who has he fought? Uh, Michael the Bounty Hunter. I knew his father. His father was a heavyweight of note. And, of course, I did some fights with him on the Z Channel with Tony Hernandez of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Same as far as TV broadcasting is concerned. We did the team for the Z Channel, Hernandez and Fernandez down there in the 80s. Anyway, Michael the Bounty Hunter was a a participant in a couple of our cars. And then we went to China the first time. To Beijing, Mike the Bounty Hunter was supposed to be on that car, and he threw his knee out or something like that. Anyway, now his son is the top 10 heavyweight contender, Michael the Bounty Hunter Jr., 19-1, one draw, 13 KOs. He won by a fourth-round TKO over Sean Laherty. Of course, Laherty coming in 10-3 with six KOs. Sort of, you can sort of look at, you know, the records here and realize, hmm, one guy's favorite to win. You don't have really, they don't have to fix fights. They just arranged fights, and this fight was sort of semi-arranged because Sean Lowry had little, like Don King said, two chances, Slim and none, and Slim just left town, 10-4, and four, came in at 10-3, obviously left at 10-4, and four. Anyway, Hunter dropped him in round one and dominated about, and of course, he totally floored him again in round four. At the end of the night, the fighter was counted at a minute and two seconds. He is the man, as far as Mike the Bounty Hunter is concerned, his father, as far as personality is concerned. Um, the TV interviews that I did with him, the radio interviews I did with him were like, just you never knew what he was going to say. <clears throat> I mean, he went off. He was like spacey. He just went in another direction. You never knew where Mike the Bounty Hunter Sr. was going. Of course, that little endeavor we had there in China, that was the same time, I believe, that 
that uh, Keith McMurray lost his passport. Keith McMurray says his passport was stolen for him, stolen from him at a workout. When he was working out with Leonzo Barber, then the WBL light heavyweight champion, of course, he defended his title in February of 1993 in the Brawl at the Wall, the first ever boxing card held in the People's Republic of China since 1940. And, of course, I was part of that broadcasting, me, myself, Hugh Malay, and Arnie Rosenthal. Arnie Rosenthal. Of course, Harold Smith put that together. Speaking of Harold Smith, somebody shot me a text the other day. What's Harold doing? Harold's pushing up daisies. Harold's dead. Harold died in February, according to reports out of Dubai. I don't know if there's some type of scam. If anybody could fake their death and get away with it, it would be Harold Smith, a.k.a. Ross Fields. I kid you not, of course. Ross Fields, the guy that marched with Martin Luther King in 1962. You can look at it. When he's marching on Washington, there's Harold Smith standing behind Martin Luther King with a big old flag. I mean, like a 20-foot tall flag. That's, 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 that's Harold Smith. Ross Fields, I kid you not. Of course, he started off as a bridge, uh, bridge. He was a track star. In high school, of course, got won a won a college scholarship on top of that. And then when he went to college, he was beating all the Jewish kids at bridge. He was considered a world-class bridge player. Could have could have went pro. I guess if they had pro bridge players, he could have done it. But the bottom line is he was a gambler uh, then. He was a gambler at the end. And whether he's dead or not in Dubai is a big question mark. Of course, he had Dubai diabetes for a long time. I used to watch him take those shots. I used to freak out. Sometimes I would have to go get him some uh, insulin in different hospitals, different hospitals, different medical places. And, and we I had to run for him in, in Hong Kong on a couple different occasions. I remember running for him for the insulin. Listen, when these guys go out their insulin, I'm talking about Carol Smith, it was like, it got ugly. He goes, Pedro, I really need my insulin, and I don't know where to get it. Anyway, there was a 24-hour pharmacy. I found it in Hong Kong. We got it going on, but I remember for a lot of different things, some positive, some negative, but is he really dead? Is he really dead? Is Harold Smith really dead? Who knows? You are tonight. Only Ross Fields could pull off his own death if, if, if he were to fake it. Only Ross Fields, Harold Smith could do that. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look on the world of boxing and MMA. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. 
they can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. That was it. That was the interview that went viral in 1989. I kid you not, when I got home, my mother said to me, I saw you on television. I said, we don't have FNN. She goes, it's all over the place. You and George Foreman. Bottom line is my mother, may she rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Two-time Olympian out of Venezuela, Gabriel Maestro. Now 3-0, 3-0, of course, destroyed Daniel Vega. Vega came in at 16-4. Of course, that was a first-round knockout. It was Thursday night in Colombia, Puerto, Colombia. Of course, the bottom line is this kid's from Venezuela. He can fight a little bit. There was a WBA number 10th-ranked super bantamweight on the card. He was a winner as well. Outside of that, boxing's rocking and rolling time. Of course, the pound-for-pound king, Mr. Pay-Per-View, Mr. Canelo Alvarez, Saul Alvarez, the king. Nobody's better right now. There's no better fighter pound for pound. Of course, he's going to roll over this guy like a bowling pin tonight. This is not even going to be close. I'm telling you, if it was go, if it's close, if Cal, if Miss, put it this way, if he beats, if he beats, uh, Canelo Alvarez, I will eat an eight by 10 inch piece of paper on the air tomorrow. And I'll do it on Twitch TV. If you hear me, Cuddy, I'll eat the paper on the air. Bottom line is, I don't think Canelo Alvarez is even in danger at all. I think he'll break him down. I think he'll start hitting him in the body, hit him in the arms a couple of times. Once Mr. Smith realized the force, this is not Rocky Fielding hitting him. It's not one of these hobos from the UK hitting him, okay? This is the pound-for-pound pound king of boxing. Once he realizes that, he's going to pack up his lunch earlier uh, than he thought. I believe this fight will inside, end inside the distance. I'm looking probably between eight and nine rounds or less than eight or nine rounds. At the bottom line is the end of the night is Canelo Alvarez will move forward to a third fight, of course, with Triple G. Triple G, a winner last night, 160 pounds. We'll see what weight they fight at, whether it's 160 or 168. I'm predicting 168. Bottom line is Canelo Alvarez, the king of boxing tonight, on the zone. If you don't have the zone, Get it. D-A-Z-N, bottom line is they've got a lot of boxing going on. They had Golovkin last night. Tonight they got Canelo, of course. Tomorrow, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, airs at Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and like a plethora of other Internet platforms. Bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
My name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in. This is the very first time. Welcome to Ring Talk family. You've been here a while. You know what time it is. This is Ring Talk. We're knocking out all bums. Oh.